Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Football is back. AB is in Oakland. Levon's with the Jets. OBJ and Jarvis Landry have teamed up again in Cleveland. One thing that hasn't changed, though, where I'm placing my bets this season. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Listen. I'm recommending a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, and they pay. They've got live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Okay, here's what you do. You get up to a $1,000 first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit. Put in $100. My bookie will give you an extra $100 to gamble with. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today, mybookie.ag. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. And don't forget to use the promo code CHAIR when creating your account to claim the bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Bet. Win. Get paid. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game Let's go Cubby Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento Michael Cotton Sunrento and the love of old Lucy Lucho Scali Michael Sunrento The cowbell is in the house, which means Johnny Onomatopoe is here to talk some Washington Nationals with me, Danny Rocket, on the Sun Ranto Show. That was a cowbell, correct? That's right. Let's go Nats. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've recently become quite the connoisseur of the cowbell, but I realized the th- thing that I never understood about the cowbell before Ooh. is that you have to play it shirtless. And if you don't, the effect is gone, and it just sounds, it clanks. It's like it's, it's a clanging gong. Sounds terrible. But shirtless, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Danny, I am not wearing a shirt. Me and neither. Confirmed that that's why the intro sounded as good as it did. Welcome to Chicago's only topless Cubs podcast. One All of us night long. hair on his chest. The other like the day he was born. <laughs> Come early for the seafood buffet. Um, 
So, yeah, this is a uh, Cubs and Nationals preview podcast with an uh, old friend from the show, Johnny Onomatopoeia. And the, here's the real exciting news, is that Johnny's going to be in Chicago for uh, this weekend series. Not tomorrow, but Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be at the ballpark, head-to-head matchup, fan versus fan, spy versus spy. Oh, uh, wait, no, that's Mad Magazine. But, no, you get my drift. Uh, no, I, I'm really excited you're coming in, Johnny. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to eat lots of food, and uh, we're going to get you your little uh, – well, no, you've already been to Wrigley. I was going to say we'll get you a first-timer certificate. But Well, what do your listeners think about wearing my colors into your stadium? Like, if you come here to Dodger Stadium, I live in Los Angeles You right can now. be killed, yes. You, it's no joke. Like, it's, it, it's a health hazard. It's not even like, oh, you're a dick. Like, it's, you could really be killed. So what would you think about what do you, what do your listeners think about wearing the out of town Listen, get up to it Rick- is the friendly confines. You can come in in any shirt you want. I mean Cardinal fans feel totally welcome at Wrigley Field. Completely <laughs> No, they I mean and they that no they sounds like a bait and switch, Danny. <laughs> no, they honestly of all the stadiums, and I've traveled a lot that I've been to, it, I think Wrigley Field welcomes uh, opposing fans better than just about any major city. Uh, you, you know, like, I went to Kansas City, but, like, what are they going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, Baltimore, you have more trouble outside of the stadium. The stadium is the only place you're safe in Baltimore. You know, Oakland, same thing. But, like, uh, Honestly, like the, at Wrigley Field, we're so used to it because it's such an old, iconic building that people that don't even like baseball right. will just like wear whatever jersey they have from where, you know, I mean, they just come to the games and, and, and enjoy them. So, like, you're more than welcome. Well, I will. I, I do root, root, root for the home team. But in an effort to get on the home D.C. television feed, I have sent to your house a shark hat, which is the little phenomenon that we're having on our team with Para, whose walk-up music is that children's baby shark. Every single parent that listens to this show just reached through their speaker and throttled your neck. I'm sorry to remind everyone. And even our announcers before the All-Star break were like, Thank God we have six days without having to hear that song. It's be, it's the scourge of DC, but also he's raking. He's he's doing great. He comes up, that song plays. He's doing well. So um, the our our home TV people have been putting fans on the air who have been wearing those shark hats, especially at out of town games. So uh, I will be wearing I'll be wearing mine at Wrigley if he comes in to pinch hit. Okay, we'll get you on TV, Johnny, I swear. Maybe even on the big board. Yeah. Uh yeah, that that song is really obnoxious and I'm kinda glad that none of the Cubs have decided to to employ that. Although it's catchy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I, I know. It's already in my head. Like I, it's really hard not to be singing it right now. <laughs> For example all right, just let me get one out. Baby shark. Okay, that's it. That's it. We've already reached our quota for the show. So, um, yeah, a couple of Cubs things, just because this is a Cubs podcast, that I didn't mention on the last show that I didn't even realize is that it's American Legion Week for the Cubs coming up on Players Weekend where they're going to wear the worst uniforms. Actually, your uniforms are going to be cool. They're going to be black. Oh, I like that. Yeah, ours are going to be white. 
Like white on with Johnny white Cash. Numbers. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be man in black all weekend long, you know, outlaw country, and we're gonna look like I don't know, Billy Preston and like some <laughs> 1971 Beatles video all stardusted out. Uh, so and but it's American Legion week. The Cubs are playing super loose right now. Maybe that's part of it. Like and it's like show up to the ballpark when you want. I I don't know if they're doing batting practice or not. I think that part of it is that you don't. I guess it's just different. It's like, you know, you can, you know, masturbate wherever you want. Uh, You know, you can uh, pee in the other team's uh, water cooler. Wait, you're saying this about the fans or the players on the the Cubs? The players, they can do whatever they want. Huh. Yeah, it's just like the one week that there's like whatever rules they have, they're off. Oh, I'm I'm doing chewing tobacco instead of seeds. Yep, there you go. Let's let's get crazy. Um, and uh, also, I don't know if you heard this story around the MLB. I thought it'd be fun if we talked about it. But did you hear that players are testing positive for PEDs uh, because of gas station boner pills? Yes, I heard that. They they don't know what's in them. Yeah, and I was wondering, what is it in those pills? I mean, what isn't it just like ginseng and shit? Like, what could be in there? It's ginseng if it has a tiger on the label. No tiger on the label, no ginseng. Ah, so it's like, that's the, yeah, that's the tiger. <laughs> wait, wait, there's one called, like, not Tiger Balm, but there's, what's the tiger one? They have a tiger one. Yes. A tiger, no. but what's that one called, though? I, I'm going to put tiger boner pills in and <laughs> see what comes up. I, I think the implication is that they're trying to imply that it's ground up tiger dick. Oh, oh yeah, power tiger. <laughs> um and there's rhino pills too. That'll make you horny. Yeah. Uh just on your nose though. Uh so I just wanted to mention that it is players weekend. We're going to see some uh a lot of fun and um KB's uh hair, I don't know if you saw anything about this Johnny, but it basically looks like uh a raccoon Went on top of Chris Bryant's head and died there a long time ago. And then he shaved off the sides of the raccoon and just left the, what was left of the, the rest of the body of the raccoon. But I was wondering, do you know, because I know you used to be a follower and a, a semi-fan of Bryce Harper. I know he wasn't the favorite on your team, but you wanted him to do well when he was a national. Um, did he lose a bet with him or something? Because Bryce Harper has that crazy hair, too. Is this like some sort of... They are bros. I, I haven't heard about the connection with their hair. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just something I thought of. Bryce was not ashamed to say that he would spend over an hour on his hair, and then he'd, he'd round first, and his helmet would always come off, always come off when he was trying to leg it out to second. And he'd have his luscious hair. So- yeah, he'd, he'd run his hands through it like he thought he was like – um, some movie star from like 1955 coming out of the swimming pool, like yeah, playing exactly. a lifeguard or something. God, I hate him. And is it so much better for you to be able to hate Bryce Harper now that he's a Philly and oh, you get to see great. him all the time? It's great. He's bad. The Phillies are bad. It's, I love it. I don't, I haven't missed him for one moment. Well, and it's funny. Let's get into some nationals. I'll do a little compare and contrast of our teams, where we are this, this late in the game in the season. Um, well, you guys, you've beat the Phillies quite a bit, and they're the ones that were favored. They picked up Arietta from us. They pick up Bryce Harper from you. Uh, 
uh, not from us. They were free agents. But then you proceed to go 9-5 and five versus Philly this year. One of your best records uh, amongst, against any team. Against, that must feel so satisfying to beat up Bryce Harper, doesn't it? Yeah, it's great. It, and he just he hasn't done well all season. It's just so well. He's yeah. at like two fifty four. He did have a walk off, uh, what grand slam last week against the Brewers, but no, it wasn't against oh. the Brewers, unfortunately. Oh, it was against you guys. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I was just right. gonna bring him up. Like there was one time he didn't suck. <laughs> yeah, he he walked it off in a in a otherwise really great U Darvish start, and then the, just the wheels fell off in the ninth, and the next thing you knew, the Phillies won and. Bryce Harper's luxurious hair is bouncing up and down on home plate. But even that's annoying to me. Like, I, I watched the, the replay of it, and I was like, yeah, he got the homer, but that's still clutch. Like, something about him only doing it when it wins the game is like, yeah, that's classic him. Because, you know, the previous six games, he probably had a chance to win the game and struck out or, like, took some bullshit walk. You know, it's like, oh, you're so full of yourself. You're like, well, I'm the winner. Yeah, and he looks like a guy that really just it, thinks he's the winner even when he lost. Yeah. You know, he, he'll figure out some way. Like, my, I, I think I was talking to you about this a little bit ago is that I don't like how my nephew sometimes talks about losing because he's right. always blaming it on the other team. Well, my or his own team, even. He's like, oh, you know, well, our defense screwed up the end. It wasn't really my fault. Yet I watched this very same kid. Like give up a walk off double, you know. <laughs> so and 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 then is he upset with himself? Probably not. He's like, well, that guy shouldn't have been on, and that other one should have been out. And why did that kid swing and hit it instead of miss it like I wanted him to? You know, like. And it's just like that seems like that attitude of of him. Like he's. I just, think we're calling Bryce a millennial. Ah, damn him! I'm looking up his uh, clutch stats here on the year. Um, one second, let me. It's all, it's all the way at the bottom of Baseball Reference. <laughs> High leverage situations, he's actually quite good. Medium good. leverage, quite good, and low leverage, he's actually worse. So, he is coming through in the big moments. I mean, his his two outs, runners in scoring position numbers are ridiculous. He's batting four hundred. Yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck him. So he's coming through in those big moments, but you're saying that he's not coming through in the small moments. <laughs> yeah, or he's hitting two fifty four. I mean. There's plenty of moments where he's not doing anything. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, specifically 75% of the time. And the Phillies are nine out of a, in a terrible division. Yeah, and that's what I want to bring up. It's like you're five games behind Atlanta right now, right? Or is it six? It's six today. Six today. All right, so six games behind Atlanta. You're the number one wild card team. Uh, b- both the Cubs and the Nationals currently have 69 wins exactly. Yeah. You're supposed to say nice. <laughs> oh, well, nice. On, on the West Coast, do you say yeah when people yeah, bring up go, the... yeah. Oh, I see. It's a regionalism. <laughs> well, when you're in Chicago and somebody says the number 69, uh, make sure you say nice. Otherwise, everybody's going to know you're from out of town. Oh, okay. Um, so you're a game and a half over the Cardinals, who are now the second place wild card team, uh, and a, then also a game and a, a and then the, a game and a half. Uh, the Mets and the Phillies are a game and a half out That's of right. the wild card right now. Um, now the one team you've had trouble beating are the freaking Mets. Yeah, they have our number. 
Yeah, and six so, and ten. We, but uh, we don't have many games left against them. It's the we have seven games left against Atlanta, so that, that could be a huge swing. Yeah, you can make some hay, but they got a good team. You're six and six against them, so you've been playing each other to even. And um, and then ten and three versus Miami, but then again, who isn't? Yeah, exactly. Well, Miami, you can't count Miami out. Like they they still play really hard. They they play the Braves hard. It's amazing. Yeah, you can't. Well, you can count them out. But yeah, you, but you could. You can. Any team can lose to them on any day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of baseball in general. Uh, now, did you see the Tigers? Uh, I guess it was a five hundred to one bet. On the Tigers, and they beat uh, Verlander and the Astros. Oh, that's great. And yeah. someone won it. Well, I'm sure a bunch of people from Detroit that were stupid with their money until they weren't <laughs> won it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. Just Anybody that was in Vegas from Detroit won that bet who happened to visit a sports book that day. Like, oh, put five bucks on the Tigers. Let's see what happens. You know? Yeah, why not? So you've been scoring a shitload of runs. You just you scored thirty runs in two games against the Brewers in the last bit of that series. Uh, although you did give up twenty three in those two games, and then uh, you beat the Pirates thirteen zip, and you beat them eleven to one, and you lost four to one. But you had to take a break at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, you've scored um, over ten runs in in five of the last seven games, and then yep. you play tonight. Yep, and um, we've already scored one in the top of the first, and there's two on, one out. Yeah, you're so, you're in Pittsburgh right now, right? Yep, still for the final game of a four game. Yeah, that kind of screws you because there's a day game tomorrow. So Pittsburgh's was, fucking you over here. I was thinking that. I mean, it's not a long commute, but uh, are the Cubs playing today? Yeah, they already did. They won. Oh, so you guys are already home. Yeah, I should mention the Cubs swept the Giants. Everybody's happy here in Chicago. Nice. Yeah, and uh, you know the last road series win that the Cubs even had, but was back when the Cubs faced the Nationals in D.C. at the end of May, and then they had another one against Pittsburgh. That it was three months in between, the Cubs won a road series because we've been terrible, but we've been incredible at home. Um, so it, the, the Cubs have t- they took two or three from D.C. Uh, back in May, outscoring them twenty-two to sixteen. Uh, there's a 14 to six win in there, so that's a big uh, portion of it. And um, you know the and just comparatively, how you guys, uh, you, you know, you're you're kind of lopsided with some of your numbers, like 10 and three versus Miami, nine and five versus uh, Philly. Uh, the Cubs' record in the within their division, I noticed today when I was looking up. Uh, is within two games of all the central teams except the Pirates which is th- just within three. So we're all playing each other to even hmm. completely. And it shows in your standings. I mean, it's been, you know, there's three teams at the top that just keep jockeying back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. Um, the Cubs, uh, though, have sucked on the road completely, except for when we were in D.C. last. And um, they, but we have a home winning percentage of uh, near – well, I guess it's over 700 now because we won today. The the Nats, though, are two games above on the road. So you guys are playing well on the road for the most part. Most two teams – or Two games above is good. Yeah, we 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 were we won a, a bunch of road uh, series before the, the All-Star break. But having a win percentage of seven over 700 at home, that's amazing. 
Yeah, home cooking is really a thing this year. And it's weird. It's fluky, but it also is also a thing in Chicago as well. You know, like the, the, the fans really have been packing the place. You know, even like Thursday afternoon, it's just packed. So, but you guys have been streaky lately. Like, is it still packed? You'll you'll win four and be in third place in the division, and then come back. You've won five. I mean, it's it depends it's, if we're at home or on the road. If we're at home, yeah. we're we're making hay in our division, or they're winning too. I mean, that's what it's been. It's like we're all winning, they're all winning, they're all we're, they're losing, we're losing. You know. Can I say this while we're talking about standings? One of my favorite things as a casual viewer is when they add the elimination number at that at a certain oh point. yeah it's and in there now <laughs> yeah <laughs> they put it in and then like two days later baltimore was eliminated oh and no Detroit and um oh they're like we should get on this <laughs> yeah they're like oh wait we gotta do this before they're eliminated oh i i there's something i love about that number just seeing it drop me like oh shit your season's over yeah well, right now, your elimination number from the division is 30. Yeah, so we can blow it 30 more times <laughs> or or 15 more times. Yeah, 15 while they win. Yeah. Uh, and then uh and the, the well, and we don't the Cubs don't have an elimination number. Well, but they, St. Louis is at 36. They're Right, yeah, St. Louis is Yeah, I, I guess they have an elimination number, but and it's the same as ours. <laughs> um so on the Nationals right now, a uh, couple of familiar names besides Davey Martinez, your manager. How you liking him? I, I still dislike him. He's incredibly frustrating the way he manages the bullpen. And it, you know, before the All Star game, they were calling for his head in DC. Like the the we have one sports writer who's been there forever, and the, the city sort of follows his point of view. And he's an optimist, and he was backing uh, Martinez. But he he turned on Martinez. Oh, yeah! It was like a big deal. And then and, uh, they started winning. And then they started winning. And you forget about that. And the same thing with the Mets. It was like the Mets and the Nats won't have their manager come the All Star break. And so the thing that's fr- I mean I don't know how other managers do this. Every post game with our manager is the same. It's there's baseball is a long season. There's a lot of games. Uh, oh my God. Next time every single day. I mean, they'll just be some of the most bonehead decisions or a player just does something that's unforgivable. And he says, well, you know, he's my guy and uh, baseball is a long season. And <laughs> does he get getting shorter? There's not a lot of time. For well, that. it's been a, I mean, I, I'll, I'll give away a stat that, you know, that we usually do later in the show when we compare the two teams and their overall numbers. But your bullpen is terrible. Your bullpen is terrible. I mean, it's six oh nine is your team ERA, but it's gotten better though. Correct? Oh yeah, we had we had that one guy who had an unlimited ERA the last time I was on the podcast because yeah. he had he had not recorded an out in seven innings, so he just had like there was unlimited ERA. Wow, good for him. <laughs> Way to make the record books, buddy. And then uh, you also have, and by the way, everybody that just heard what you said about Dave Martinez is like, oh, yeah, well, he learned from Joe Madden because that's exactly what he does. And mm. the same things frustrate us. It's almost like all the baseball teams are kind of the same. <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. Almost like that. Um, so well, every, every team has a bad bullpenis this year. I mean, it's, it's juice ball. I hearing. I, I, 
I don't know if it's like is the game changed? I know the there's all the talk with the the ball flying out and and record home runs and stuff like that. I mean, is that what we're talking about with the bullpen too? I that think so because ERAs are up for the starters too. Yeah, you can't hold tight. You can't hold a a, a, a tight game or a small lead. Yeah, lots of runs scored. Obviously, if there's going to be lots of homers, so yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. But also, like, I don't know. It, it part of the ball being uh, juiced is also that the pitchers can't. They're saying they can't grip it the same, right? And I know that wasn't uh, Max. Was it Max Scherzer? Was he one of the main ones that talked about it? I know Bumgarner did. Right. I I don't think anyone on the Nats went okay. on record. So, uh, and another familiar face over on the Nationals, if you've been watching the Cubs a long time, Fernando Rodney. How you liking him? He's great. I, I mean, love him. It could have gone either way, but he comes in uh, his first game there. He he uh, held it and shot his arrow in the air. <laughs> I was uh, like, all it, right, this isn't is fun. it wonderful? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Now, yeah, why not? Now the question is, what does your mom think of him? Uh, she loves it. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. She's she's a Fernando. Yeah, because he was with Oakland, sporting a nine forty two ERA. Comes into DC. He's got a three twenty four. But that's what I don't understand. The same thing is that these teams, like before the trade deadline, everyone's trash is just getting passed around. And you know, we you have someone pitching near city. Um, is it Giolito, who um, was a Nash? He, he's on the White Sox and he's having like a historic year as a, as a starter and people are upset. Oh, the Nats, he was in the Nats uh, farm system and they let him go. And they're like, you let go of this great pitcher. Well, last year his ERA was like 10. Yeah. So yeah. Six, 6.13 down to three twenty. You cut it in half. And yeah, he has had a great, he's kind of come off of it since, but he had a, a huge first half. So how do you, the longer I pay attention to baseball, the more familiar all these names get. And it's like, all right, well, there's that guy who sucked for us. And now he's just having a a lucky second half of the season with someone else. I mean, I guess it depends what you, what the trade was for. Like it says here, you're traded by uh, the Washington Nationals with Dane Dunning. Oh man, you got rid of Dane Dunning? Oh. I know for Dane <laughs> Cook and other comedians and, to be and, and Reynaldo Lopez, you also traded. So that's you know he's I, what's he doing this year? Yeah, I think we saw him the other day when he was with the White Sox. I think I watched him pitch the other day. It, yeah, he's not that good. Five twenty-five ERA, but he's a you know he starts. <laughs> he's, he's he's another. You got two major <laughs> league star- <laughs> two ma- yeah two major league starters. Like granted, it's the White Sox, but you know they're putting it together a little bit more. Um, so you traded him, but you got Adam Eaton. Yeah. And he's been strong. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, yeah, granted, if you had Lucas Giolito, that's great, but you, you know, here's a nationals team that has always had an abundance of pitching. You know, you got Strasburg, uh, Corbin, uh, you have Scherzer, but he's hurt right now. Anibal Sanchez, you know, you got some really good pitchers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't need him. He he just would have been bad for us last season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Rodney, we like. And another guy that Cub fans have hated for a long time is Fat Adams because he's on your team too. So we it, Cub fans will be excited to see him in, in town to be mad at. 
<laughs> to be mad at him. Yeah. Do you like him? <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> to be mad at him. <laughs> to be mad at him's. I want to be mad at him's. Um, I have singled him out. I, I only listen to the games, and I've singled him out. Him and Eaton, I don't know what they look like, and so they don't make any connection in my brain. I, I confuse the two of them. I can't follow their careers. Like They kind of come in and pinch and fill in, and like I just I don't connect. I do not really know anything about him. Like, I couldn't tell you if he's doing well or not. I mean, I look at their ERAs. I mean, their, uh, their averages and stuff, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, it's, you know, there's sometimes that the guys on the Cubs, because, you know, there's more guys on the team than there used to be. Because you got the Iowa thing going on and 10 day ILs and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's just, it's hard to keep track, especially with the bullpen. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so um, let's see. Uh, Matt Adams, uh, he's got an 815 OPS, 20 homers on the season. And he's not in the lineup. He, do, he does not walk. He does not walk. He he he's walked seventeen times all year. He struck out ninety five, so that's a pretty bad ratio. Well, I don't know when you're gonna if you're gonna see him. I'm not sure when he comes in. Maybe maybe he just pinch hits. Well, they got him here as your first baseman, but you never know who's playing first usually. Oh, so our first baseman is the the longest serving national uh, Zimmerman. And Ryan, uh, yeah, he's mostly over there, but it wasn't he hurt. He's hurt though. Yeah, he's been hurt twice. He has like um, plantar fasciitis, which I don't know what that is. And um, so he was gone it means for his, about his foot hurts. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't seem like it's an actionable offense, but uh, he was out for about two months this season. Came back, did did pretty well for about three weeks, and now he's out again. So we have a platoon of players. Um, yeah, Matt Adams does play first base. That's right. But um, Howie Kendrick got the start today. So there's there's three dudes that have been rotating at first, or I guess depending on pitching, will come in um, to pinch or will start the game. Well, wow, that's something that, that Cubs fans really take for granted. It's like Anthony Rizzo is just always there, and if he's not, it's a crazy. It's it's great. Something crazy happened, you know, or is or he slept in Cincinnati because uh, <laughs> that hurts his back. <laughs> um, it does. Every time he goes to Cincinnati, he, he, he hurts his back. It's amazing. Um, so who else on the team? That's pretty much it that Cub fans would recognize. Uh, now, Sean Doolittle was hurt, but you say he's not hurt, but he's your closer. What's going on? So he blew three. He, he was our closer, and he blew three games in the last week, including the epic uh, 13, I think it was, inning game that the Nats had against the Brewers on Saturday night um, that ended up we lost 13-12 to 12 or something like that. Yeah, 15-14, I think, was the final of that one. 15-14. Maybe. So, and Doolittle gave up uh, three runs in the ninth. Like, it was a comfortable lead, and, and he just blew it. Um, he gave up, um, previously, he gave up six hits in the ninth to lose... Um, a game against the Brewers. And that's what I'm frustrated with uh, Martinez. It's like six hits. You know, the the Nats were up by three runs. And it's like, okay, after the first couple hits, he, he clearly didn't have his stuff. And then he the game is tied. It's like, well, pull him then. Like, why just wait? Just, well, we're just going to wait and see if he loses. 
And then he lost. And then he lost. <laughs> yeah. So um, he went on the 10-day IL with knee tendonitis, which was just made up. Yeah. Um, but the idea – so DC is so done with him. He's he's really blown – not just blown a close game. Like they've brought him in three or four runs, and he's given up just homers and homers the last week. He literally do little. Yes. To help you win. <laughs> He does a lot to blow it. So he, so the manager said, well, he's our closer. When he comes back from the 10-day, he's our closer. And the thinking is our bullpen was so bad all season that Doolittle was overworked. He came in more than a closer should have right. to. Right, overworked him. Yep. I mean, he only that, has 52 innings, though. Like, I'm. that's not, I mean, for a closer, that's a lot. Well, he's at, and he's at his. I understand he's close to his career high for a season. Oh, he's over it. No, oh, no, yeah. he's not. No, he it, it back in 2013 for Oakland, he pitched 69 innings. All right, so you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. You got practice before you come out here. It's very important <laughs> if you want to blend in. <laughs> um. I live in Time's Up land, and so we're a little bit more sensitive. <laughs> yeah, we just make fucking <laughs> dick jokes all day <laughs> in Chicago. Uh, we, um, we got a new guy named uh, uh, Nick Castellanos. Who uh-huh. was, we got him from the Tigers, and he's been tearing it up. It's like they got him like in the last minute before the trade deadline ended. And uh, he's got two nicknames. One is Big Nick Energy. Which obviously, <laughs> and the other one is uh, Big Stick Nick, which is all very phallic. See, oh man, you're gonna get me tooed over there. No, no, it's not gonna happen over here. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what happens in Chicago. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking at him uh, here. Your do little man, and yeah, see against the Mets, he blew up pretty bad. That looks that looks ugly. Uh, he obviously, the game- he said he said after the game, he's just like, I, I I'm tired. I don't have it. I can't do it. Yeah, because, I mean, they got him back-to-back days a bunch. And, I don't know, it, it's tough when, you know, you're winning the games that a closer needs to come into that you're winning the you know, that you're winning at that time, you know. So, it's like you have, like, five two-to-one games in a row that, you know, you could win, you know. Or even if you are winning by one or two runs, you'd normally bring a closer in. But, like, pretty much every other day, if not, like, every third day, you're going to have to bring in somebody else to do it. Right. But you didn't have that guy, so Doolittle right. just kept no one to it. trust. But then but then they blew out Doolittle and now there's still no one to trust. Yeah, we have a very similar situation with Pedro Strope, who you're probably familiar with, Hats Left. Yes. And uh he he was he's basically uh you know the Fernando Rodney prototype. Like you know as far as the hat going and the the flash, you know. So, uh, but yeah, Pedro, same thing. Like, he just doesn't have it this year. He's been great for us for years and years and years, and this is just not the year. His hamstring, if you remember when he blew it out running to first base in Washington, D.C. on a bullshit makeup game. Yes. Yeah, and he's never been the same since. You broke him. We broke Bryce Harper by walking mm-hmm. him 83 times in a, <laughs> in a weekend, and y'all broke Pedro Strope by, uh, I don't know, given Joe Madden enough wine that he let him bat. Um, so, 
Uh, yeah, and who else is hurt? Scherzer's hurt, so we're going to miss him. That's very fortunate for the Cubs. Scherzer is pitching tonight. He's oh, he's pitching tonight. I, I, all right. Yeah, good he's, for him. <clears throat> pardon me. He's back tonight, uh, So, which is good. You won't see him. But it may have been nice to see him because um, maybe he's not going to do well. So that that's a nice roll of the dice there. But he's back, and uh, he's excited to play. Yeah, I mean, I like watching him pitch but because he's a great pitcher, but... Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily need to see him pitch against us. I'll tune into a game when he's like facing down the Cardinals, <laughs> right? But you know, and root the for him, you know, big time. Be like, oh, two eyes. So uh, Zimmerman's hurt. Yeah, he's always hurt. Can I tell you about this pitcher, Elias, um, or Elias that we have? Yeah, yeah, he's Trade- hurt. <laughs> Traded for him at the deadline. He came. He's um, an American League pitcher in his background um I, I think this was his third plate appearance of his career oh no his uh so he came in and retired uh two batters this was his first day on the nationals he got up to bat in the uh, bottom of the inning and he hit the ball ran to first pulled his hamstring injured so that's the same thing that happened to pedro strobe exactly so, but my favorite part was after the game, Martinez was like, I am not going down for this one. He said, I told him so many times, don't swing the bat. Don't swing the bat. I brought in his interpreter. I said, interpreter, tell him, don't swing the bat. Everyone told him, don't swing the bat. And he couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. And then he said after the game through the interpreter, well, it was exciting. I got a hit. <laughs> or, like, I hit the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. What an then, idiot. My favorite part is the roster move to bring him in is, like, the the poor schlub that got DFA'd earlier in the day to make room on the roster for him. They had to – the Nats had to put their tail between their legs and be like, hey, um, and you haven't gotten on the Greyhound yet. Um, <laughs> we, we actually have a position open. <laughs> Oh, man, that what a brutal loss. The first day, yeah, I see one game, .2 innings pitch, so D- Davey was going to put his ass back out there. Yeah, he, he was doing, oh, he looked great. He got, he like, I don't know, struck out the One guy, guys. struck out one yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then, uh, but I, I see, but he's got a, he had a 364 earn run average uh, when, in a, Oh wow, and a four sixty six FIP, so that's a little high, but um, but he, he's a good pitcher. Like he would have been a good middle reliever for you, right? <laughs> and then like a good eighth inning guy, and you—that's who you really needed on this team with the bullpen being so bad and Doolittle exactly. hurt. And then this guy goes down day one because of Martinez. Well, not because of Martinez, because of him. So uh, let's do a little rakes, flakes, throws, and blows, shall we? So I picked up this rake at Home Depot. Um, and by the way, we have Johnny to, to thank for all those sound bites. You made them up. That was yeah. one of your main contributions to this show over the years. Was, those drops are from YouTube. Yeah. Um, so uh, why don't you start? Who's, who's your raker? All right. Anthony Rendone has just had a great season, and it just keeps hitting uh, higher marks. Uh, he, he got his 100th RBI this week, um, which is a uh, – career it's the fastest he's got he's only gotten uh 100 rbi one other season and obviously there's a lot of games left um he just hit his career best uh 323 batting average and he just keeps getting better like he was at 318 for a long time 
Um, and part of the Nationals having these huge uh, offensive games is the boys are getting a lot of at-bats. And so he's been going like five for six and four for five uh, the last week, which has juiced his uh, average. So look out for him. Uh, he hits a lot of doubles. And the only thing that is being talked about in D.C. is when will the Nats sign him? Because, all of course, all of last year we were dealing with Bryce Harper not being signed and the drama around that. And so this is Rendon's contract year. He has the same agent, Scott Boris. Um, Rendon is a different type of person, different personality. He's just a big smile and quiet and, um, you know, he's not flashy. Like <laughs> not, not against the Cubs. He's not quiet. He kicks our ass. But he's just, he's, he's one of those like uh, quiet and carry a big stick, like as opposed to Harper, you know what I mean? He just, he just goes and does his job. And so it feels different with this contract negotiation. You know, it doesn't seem like he's not out there pulling for himself. He's like, well, I'll talk to the Nats if they want to talk to me, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, Man, so only the- 69 strikeouts on the whole year. Nice. Yeah, very good. Very good, Johnny. You're, you're learning fast. <laughs> <laughs> So look out for him this weekend. I mean, he's just he's on a tear. And also Juan Soto, that that kid impresses me because he's so young and he, he leads the team in homers right now too. Yeah, he's right. the magic wand hitting uh, cleanup. He's only nineteen. They're comparing all of his numbers are compared to some of I don't even the people who I don't know. I'm not that versed in it, but they're everyone's like he's Mel Ott. I'm like I don't know who Mel, <laughs> Mel Ott. <laughs> I mean, I know who Mel Ott is, but like that—that's like nobody knows. Is your like announcer like five hundred years old? Like, what is going on? I think there are, I think there are a handful of like half a dozen players who hit really high marks before the age of twenty. Oh, I gotcha. Mel I gotcha. Ott. Oh, that's why. Yeah, he's that's why because he's, he's young. Yes, and Melot was actually only twelve years old and snatched from a coal mine back yeah. in nineteen twenty-two when he did. Melot, who's been dead for sixty-four years. Seriously, <laughs> um, funny story about Melot. Why I know about him it, uh, more than other players from that era is that uh, I bought a you know those cool five finger gloves from way back then. You mean like gloves? I- <laughs> they wore gloves. Like a baseball mitt. Baseball yeah. mitt. Yeah, the the yeah, the baseball mitt. But the five finger ones from a long time ago. Yeah. Um I had one that I bought from a yard sale. And so this makes me think in retrospect that it was like a replica or something like that of the five finger glove, but just beat up. But it had a Melot signature inside. <laughs> Whoa, that's awesome. Like embedded in Melot, you know. It was the Melot style, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably mixing up nine different stories. I'm, t- I'm talking about when I was nine. Wait, it was like a Mel Ott sponsorship? Like, I don't like know. Rawlings was like, Mel, can we put your name on 10,000? I'm looking up Mel Ott. It, it's actually coming up on Google. Signed 19. There's worth $80 million. Oh, oh Danny. I just, my mom sold that. No, I'm kidding. Um, For $90 million. Yeah, no, man, this might be it. Yeah, there it is, right? There's a myth that says Melvin Ott, and it's like a five-finger. It's got like a little web thing. You can look it up. Everybody look up Mel Ott glove, and it says Melvin Ott on the side of the glove. I had that. It's something that looked like that anyway. Did you ever try to get Oh, no, it was this one. It was this one. Genuine vintage glove in stock. 75 bucks. 
Oh, man. I should have saved it. <laughs> I'm looking at one that's 7,200. It's uh, a certified 1930s glove signed by Mel Ott. Yeah, but mine wasn't really signed by Mel Ott. You know I what I mean? Saying, but... Yeah. So anyway, it's funny you bring up Mel Ott because uh, the memories of my childhood came flooding back. It's um, funny we don't bring them up more. It really is. <laughs> let's, let's have a Mel Ott National Day. All right, who's raking on the Cubs? Um, so I picked up this rake at Home Depot. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is picking up the rake at Home Depot this week, um, and he's only doing it to show up big stick Nick Castellanos. Uh, Anthony's got four homers this week and an OPS near 1,700. Holy smokes. He's got six walks in there to only two strikeouts. Dude's just killing it. And uh, the story behind the uh, big stick Nick and Anthony Rizzo thing is like, Big Stick Nick's the guy that got traded over to the Cubs, and like he doesn't wear a shirt underneath his jersey, and he wears a chain, and he's got like this. I don't know if he's Italian or not, but he's got that sort of like swagger, you he's know, got like Castellan. I know, yeah, like, yeah, like he's got a sleeve of tattoos, and Anthony Rizzo's used to being the big Mookie fun Italian guy. Hey, come on oh. over to my house. Hey, you want some wine? Hey, you want some pasta? Here you go. And now that's Nick Castellanos, and Anthony Rizzo's kind of like. Um, hey guys, uh, remember uh, we were all supposed to go to the club tonight? And Nick Castellanos oh. is like, "Oh yeah, we're not going to that club, man. We're getting in down here, and we, you know, and I, I got I got my friend's DJ, and we're going over there." And Haps, oh, I love Ian, the drama Ian, of that. Yeah, Ian Haps, like, yeah, sorry, Riz, I I forgot I told him I'd go, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's happening? So Anthony Rizzo put out a show. I shirt. was up all night baking garlic knots. <laughs> Thought we were going to sit and watch motocross. <laughs> no one wants your knots, Rizzo. Uh, so, yeah. So he's trying to show up Big Stick Nick, who is a doubles machine, has been really raking, but we're all kind of looking toward. I mean, here's the thing. He's not going to hit like this forever, everybody. Big Stick Nick is is going to suck soon. Regression is unfortunately an incredibly powerful thing regression is a really powerful thing in this case it works in our favor no it doesn't theo it does not <laughs> work in our favor by the way i got a, a great new soundbite even though he's not on the show right now uh, i got a great new soundbite for uh every time michael cotton says something stupid you want to hear it it's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a great drop Danny, you're going to wear out the button on that one. Oh, tell me about it. I, I couldn't stop playing it last show. Um, I And the only, it was a response to a terrible rant he had about the fucking scheduling. He hates bad scheduling. Yeah, he's really a schedule guy. <laughs> so uh, how about... Um, I've been worried about Flake since my grunge days. Remember them? The Nats are using Selsun Blue, Danny. We oh. don't got flakes this week. None? Um, I mean, everyone on the team is hitting. I mean, it's like uh, up and down. Every position player is getting hits. If I had to nominate someone, it would be our young center fielder, Victor Robles, who um, he still once in a while will just he, – he, he can get picked off or just do something really stupid, like just throw to the wrong base. Um but uh, he's still doing well anyway. He's two. He's hitting two forty eight. So he's um, literally a flake. He's dumb. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He he like flakes out there. He's been. I 
um, once or twice this season, he's been sat just from doing something ridiculous, like <laughs> like causing a pickle or something. You know, it's just like, and then they, he gets taken out of the game. Uh, but he's young, um, and he's got. I know we're talking flicks, but he, you can't run on him. He uh, in, in the last week has thrown two guys out at third with just he's he's got a hell of an arm, um, but. Otherwise, there's just there's no one flaking on this team. We've got people are hot right now. Well, we're pretty hot too. Ever since we played this uh, little league World Series game, yeah, or not World Series, yeah, it was the little league World Series that you know they were playing, but we weren't in that game. <laughs> but um, you were you were playing the uh, little league World Series classic. Yeah, well, exactly. And we had to play in a neutral little league site in order to actually win a road series. <laughs> so it took that much. Uh, and we've been hot since then. I think it was good. The players went out there, played with little kids, and, you know, had a really good time. But, you know, I, r- not everybody's hitting. Uh, Javi Baez, you know, and uh, Jason Hayward really have been bad. Um, Hayward's at least got a homer to, like, kind of make up for some of it. But but Baez is only uh, – well, he, I think he had a good game today. Did he have hits today? Let me look up if he had hits today. Because uh, when I wrote it down, he was two for 21, and now he's five for 21. And I'm like, wait, did Javi get three hits? No, he didn't. Anyway, yeah, he's uh, – oh, no, I know what happened. The uh, the week changed. The last yeah. seven days changed. Cycled through. Cycled, th- cycled on through. Uh, yeah, no, he's just uh, – he hasn't been looking so hot at the plate anyway. Uh, him, Victor Caratini, I'm not everybody's doing it. Like, we – all year, it's been half the guys – are raking half the guys are flaking at every any given time. We have not gotten on a roll like you're talking about with the Nationals all year long. Right. Hasn't happened yet. And it's still not happening despite the winning. So that there's our flaker. Now let's how about we do a little Who do you got? Are those throws? Are we throwing oh, yeah, down? those are throws. Yeah. Throw it up, motherfucker. Throw it up. <laughs> I got to give the throws to the unlikely starting pitchers on our team because the Nats are known for Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin, and um, those guys are having strong seasons. But with Scherzer on the IL, uh, Joe Ross came in, and he pitched 17 uh, and a third scoreless innings uh, in filling in for um, Scherzer. Heroic. And, what's that? Heroic. It's heroic, yeah, um, and not at all as he was doing in the first half of the season. You know, he just came in and stepped up. His ERA was much higher um, before the break, and he he's been up and down uh, into the. Joe minors. Ross has been back and forth between the yeah. pen and starter. He's your kind of swing man. Yeah, they, and they, there's been some fear that they're gonna that they would have broken him because he was a starter and then they brought him in when our bullpen Cubs, was bad and then it just kind of messed with his... The Cubs broke Mike Montgomery that way. Yeah, totally broke him. It makes sense. How, how is someone supposed to, you know, when they show up to the field, they don't know how to warm or, you know, what's expected of them? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, um, and also Fetty Wap, Eric Fetty has been, um, he's been doing well. He and Ross were battling for that... Uh, I guess either the number five spot in the rotation or filling in for Scherzer. So those guys have done a great job. Um, they, they won five games in a row. Uh, the, 
the I don't what, what do you call that? Like you know, you have like your good starters, and then you have like the other. Is there such a thing as quality like, maybe starters? The fourth or fifth starters or something. Yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the back of your rotation. The back of the rotation has been doing great. So, yeah, um, and you'll. That's see- important, man, because you know your 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 main guys aren't always going to have it. Like our our main starters that were doing great at the beginning of the year, you know, they just had a bunch of stinkers. You know, I saw in, that uh, Strasburg had a stinker like two starts ago, gave up like seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and then his last start, um, he gave up zero. He was he shut him out through seven innings. And then the bullpen came in and yeah, blew it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, but I do want to say about Joe Ross, uh, he is scheduled to pitch Saturday against the Cubs, but um, he took a comebacker pretty hard into his shin early on in his last start. So um, he's been iced up and he's supposed to throw a side pitch what like side a, session yeah side pitch or whatever um if if he throws the side session today on thursday then they hope he'll be ready for saturday so yeah because it's him, you may not it's still tbd and even so they may piggyback him with somebody else too yeah we don't really do that um you were wondering right like if we do bullpen games yeah yeah i was wondering that yeah we we don't um so I think Eric Fetty would come in instead of Ross. Um, he, he, the two of them have sort of been platooning. Yeah, but uh, and Fetty is not. I thought he might. I, I thought it might be a platoon Fetty Ross situation kind of thing because I saw they pitched on the same day, a similar amount of innings. So that that looked like a bullpen game. Right. Right. No, it's I. It's because Ross got hurt that he got pulled. That out. he got pulled. I got you. So that's yeah. why. All right. Um, so for us, it's got to be Kyle Hendricks because he he had the uh, we had really the pleasure of watching him pitch uh, two games. He went seven in both of them and gave up a total of one run Ooh. in uh, f- fourteen total innings. So he's he's been killing it. Beat, beat the Giants today, and uh, oh, I should mention to everybody, we'll get into all these games uh, when I got you know other Cubs fans on the show. Um, oh, Johnny, you're kind of a Cubs fan, though. You you could talk Cubs with the best of them. With the best of them? I mean, I Not can the listen best to of you them, talk. but Yeah, you could, yeah. But, um, no, when uh, we get Michael back, and I, I don't know where Lyle is. I should mention that. I, like, honestly, like, he really could be dead or in jail. I just, I'm not going to chase him. <laughs> I'm not oh, j- Danny. You That's really important. You know, if you love something, set it free. <laughs> If it comes back to you, uh, then set it free again because it probably wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, that was just a, a yeah. coincidence the first time. Yeah. Situation that we're in right now. So, yeah, man, Kyle Hendricks just killing it. And a big up to Craig Kimbrell, who went out there two nights in a row and just smoked the competition, uh, saving games. He He was hurt, came back, looks great. So... Everybody's happy here. That was a good. That I mean, that was an amazing pickup. I think this season goes a lot differently if we don't get him. So out of the pen, or out of, uh, I don't know where yours is from, but mine's from the pen. But uh, you just put your lips together and blow. we already talked about this guy, didn't we? Yeah, it's our pen. I mean, we just our closer, the bullpen. We just have fun. Well, why don't I just play that song then? 
It's time for the State of the Bull Penis with Johnny and Danny, where we tell you how terrible or great our bull penises are. Johnny, you want to go first? Ladies and gentlemen, please rise. (laughs) For the president of the bull penis. So what you got? For the state of our bull penis? Yeah, yeah. How's your bull penis? It is flaccid. It's weak. It's unreliable. And it's scared. It's scared, Danny. I think the bull penis is in its head. And it's been swimming. No confidence. Yep, it's been swimming. Cold, cold water. Oof. So our bull penis just can't get firm. You know, it's like one guy goes down, another guy comes back. You know, I I was going to give our blows to Derek Holland, you know, specifically. But it's partly Joe's fault. Like, everybody knows he should never face a right-handed batter. And there he was out there facing a right-handed batter. It's the stupidest Mm. possible thing you could do. And there he was. And uh, but that's why I can't, like, I don't know, sometimes, like, last night, Cubs had this game, which was just like a heavyweight boxing fight, just a war of attrition. I think, think the final was 10-9 or something like that. <laughs> no, 12-11. And uh, it, it was like, you know, a- everything that Joe was doing when he was trying to get all cute with his pitching changes wasn't working. Nothing was working. Um, it get, but he was also being too cute. Just like yeah. send the guy out there and he does this too much. It's like some guy will just get an infield single. Oh, I better go to the pen. And then everybody's tired the next night because he emptied the pen when he didn't have to over some bullshit. So our bull penis needs some gas station boner pills right now. <laughs> and hopefully we won't test positive. You need to put a tiger in your tank. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. What was the name of that tiger thing again? It was funny. Um Hard Max. <laughs> Power Tiger. Uh, oh, uh, public notification. Power Tiger contains hidden drug ingredient uh, called uh, Oh, yeah. that's, that's what's showing up in people's urine. Yep, there it is. Um, so let's compare these teams and their numbers overall. Uh, real close. OPS is five points higher for the Nationals. They're seventh and ninth, so top third of the majors. Cubs have 18 more home runs, but they're all solo shots probably. The Cubs walk a little bit more. Both teams in the top ten in that category. The Nats don't strike out much, um, but the, and the Cubs used to not. That, that number has been climbing. They're now 11th. The Nats are fourth in stolen bases, so you guys run. Uh, Cubs are fourth to last in stolen bases because we don't. The Nationals have scored 41 more runs. Are you easy to to steal on? Because we've got we've got two or three guys on our team that love to run. Yeah, you know, I, you, not the catchers as much as the pitchers, I think. Right. The pitchers are easy to steal on. Uh, I think you guys would probably steal some bases if they can if those guys get on. But I think the main thing they'll be trying to do is guard against you know, obviously getting them on, but like the defense is going to be like playing in. Right. You know, Cause who is it? It's Michael Taylor. Um, Michael Taylor. It was sent down. I don't think he, played. Oh, he doesn't play. No. Well, I know Trey Turner steals a lot of bases. Yeah. Trey Turner is still mm-hmm. one of the tops in the 
in the league, even though he was out for um, a long time. And then the person I was talking about, our young center fielder, Victor Robles, uh, he's got wheels, so he'll run too. Yeah, Adam Eaton too. He's even stolen 13. Juan Soto will steal some bases. Yep. And Slug. So, man, he, he could at least get to 2020 maybe this year. Yeah, those are Mel Ott numbers. <laughs> uh, uh, Pitching-wise, the Cubs team ERA is a third of a run better overall. And uh, as I said before, the Nats are still sporting that 6.09 reliever ERA to the Cubs 418. But it seems like things are changing a little bit over there. Um, and uh, the uh, the starters for the Nats are better by uh, half a run of uh, 353 to 404. Uh, the Nats are 8th in strikeouts. Cubs are 18th. Uh, the Nats have walked only three more batters. Uh, but both teams are at the uh, the top half of the majors and not uh, giving up the free pass. And neither team gives up the long ball, both in the top third of the league there, too. So, I mean, pretty even situation. I'd say our bullpen is better than yours. Yeah, but otherwise that is that is really close. Yeah, maybe we got a little bit more power, you got a little bit more speed. You know, so I we've matched up well these last bunch of years. You would have taken the season series last year had David Bodie not hit a grand slam to win the game. Ah, oh, absolutely. So, um but by the way, did we make a bet this year? I don't yeah, believe I don't, I don't remember what it was. I don't either. It was on the Ranters page. Maybe somebody help us. Somebody text me, send me a message. I remember liking it. It was doable. Like, oh, is, is it Starter Religion or was that last year? Yeah, <laughs> I think that was. We've had so many bets. This like seven <laughs> years of bets on this series. Uh, um, maybe we have a moratorium on the betting. We just enjoy ourselves at the old ballpark. That sounds nice. So, and well, right now I'm winning the bet. So, like, you oh, really take advantage. Me. Yeah, you, yeah, you get all the advantage here. Although. Is it not just, did we play four games or three? I'm trying to remember. It says back yeah, in are you May. Three to one? Are you three so and one? we only have six games. So it's possible we could tie this year anyway. Perfect. We'll both be wearing dresses at the craps table. Yeah, well, we do that anyway. <laughs> um, defense. Uh, the Cubs have uh, 21 more errors than the Nats. And that's a lot, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you really can steal a base off either team. How's Kurt Suzuki? What's your opinion of him? I mean, we don't run, but if we didn't want it to because it's American Legion Week, could we? <laughs> you mean just to honor those who served? <laughs> um, Suzuki's good. I don't have stats in front of me, but, um, you know, he's solid catchers. <laughs> I, I I mean I always felt like he he wasn't for some like he it, I, I don't know what do they say about his pitch framing and garbage like that shit I don't know yeah so and now everybody on the Sunranto show's favorite statistic statistic it's it's like a monster in the dirt. Um, man, we're, we're holding steady, everybody. Uh, 694 Durr. 
which is better than their 685. So, and the the spread there is tenth best and tenth worst. So you have the tenth worst dur. You know, I've been coming on this podcast for years, and I've made it a point of not learning what dur means. <laughs> oh, just despite me. So is tenth worst good or bad? Oh, it's terrible. Because you know, like when worst, have you known like, worst to be good unless it's brought worst? Well, it's like. You're the worst at giving up home runs. It's like awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're the worst at getting outs. Oh no. Yeah, 10th worst. Uh-oh. Yeah, Cubs are uh, like 11th. No, 10th best I said. Um 680 694. We just been sitting there. We're everybody's pulling for 700 here. The good teams they they pull that out. Like right now, you know, it will actually amazingly enough the Marlins Hell of a dur. Seven fourteen, and they're up there with the Astros and the Dodgers, who basically have already been crowned World Series champions. Yeah, they're they're fighters. The Marlins are fighters. They they play hard. Yeah, they'll steal a base or two as well. St- steal more than the Cubs. They're well, they're not in that top ten, are they? Where are they? Marlins stolen. Oh no, that's stolen base again. Never mind. Who cares about the fucking Marlins? You do. You need to beat them more. <laughs> Um, so I got a scavenger hunt and uh, congratulations to Chris Saloto, who is now double entered for his photoshopped, uh, Bill Sugars and, and the big gyms. Um, and you, some of you might be wondering what, why there was chocolate penises on, uh, the ranters page in that Photoshop. Well, big gym, it's an old joke on this show. It's, we, we were, for some reason, I even forget how it came up, but, um, somebody sent me two. No, three chocolate penises. Giant, solid chocolate penises, 10 inches long each. Three. <laughs> and um, it was, uh, well, the only one I didn't eat was the white chocolate one because uh, it, uh, I don't like white chocolate. Because it was only four and a half inches. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this isn't deliciously <laughs> huge. So uh, Johnny's coming into town. We already mentioned that, and it, we're having a big baseball weekend. So I was thinking I'm going to upload a few pictures of you to the Ranters page that people can choose from. There's plenty of pictures of me all over the place, um, mostly from my selfies for being a narcissist. But <laughs> um, but I think you should Photoshop us into it's another Photoshop contest, uh, and because it is, I'll I'll um, I'll give away like a double entry. For you Photoshop, because it's like, you know, it's harder to do something like that. You got to have some skill. Um, so Photoshop us uh, having a crazy uh, Chicago weekend at Wrigley or, or around the city. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. And then I then I don't actually have to have a crazy weekend. No, you don't. You can just make it look like you did on social I can media. Just go to bed and then have have Chris make it look like I was at the Willis Tower. Yeah, well, he he kind of could. He could make you like on that glass thing that you can walk out on. Oh, you ever yeah. see that? You know, he could have you there, like with a sledgehammer, trying to kill everybody by Jeez, smashing Chris. that thing. You know. Oh well. Well, um, all these games are at one twenty. They're all afternoon games. Um, it's going to be in the low to mid seventies. No rain in the forecast. Just. Like, fall's arriving a little early. Like, we're not getting that, like, I'm still expecting it, you know, that, like, one more super humid hot weekend, but it's not this weekend. Yeah, mid-70s. Beautiful. 
By the way, I was waiting for this podcast to find out how I should pack for the trip. Uh, so I'm just finding this out now. Yeah, uh, a hoodie. Okay, yeah. A hoodie, maybe. Uh, yeah, you don't need your raincoat. And if, if it happens to rain, which it still could, you know, because this is the Midwest. Um, if it happens to rain, I have, I have an extra for you. Oh, thank you. So uh, uh, game one. Uh, I want to fuck you like an Anibal Sanchez is going out there for the Nationals. He's seven and six with a three nine and nine earned run average, and he's going against John Lester. Uh, he's ten and eight with a four twenty three, and um, this game's on ABC in the Chicago area. So I just want to point out when you know these are over the air broadcasts, it's going to be a thing of the past next year when the Ricketts fuck you over. Um. And if you're sitting in the bleachers tomorrow, they're going to give you a, one of those Cubs cap artists series hats. So it says Cubs has a little baseball, little sparkles around the side. But overall, I have not been impressed with the style, but of many of these artist caps. Just my what do they cents. do? They take one local artist to design it. Yeah, they do, and you know some have been better than others. I, I think most of the problem is that. You know, the artist is probably like, oh, I want to put it on this hat, this style hat with this material. And the Cubs are like, eh, actually, that costs a lot. So why don't you like, use <laughs> yeah. this hat that's made of foam? And so it just that's why it looks like garbage. And the artist is like, man, my vision has been compromised. I could see that. Yeah. So I've and- never heard of a baseball game being on an ABC channel anywhere. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a weird thing they do here. And it's going to be over next year. So that's it. WGN two, it's all over. It's all welcome, over. Welcome to life, like Los Angeles. They the Dodgers only air on a cable network that's available to some Los Angeles residents. Yeah, like isn't it like half the people miss it? Yeah, you just can't watch the games if you live in most of Los Angeles. Jeez, so stupid. I and mean, then that who knows? Who knows? I mean, what it's going to ha- happen here? Because I can get two different cable companies, but. I was even telling uh, David DeJesus, who uh, he's like an ex-baseball player. I don't know if, know if you heard him, but he does the post-game show. Right. I was telling him last night, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can just watch it for free on Reddit. Like, these idiots don't know what they're doing. They're, they're you know, keeping the gate closed even further, and nobody's bitching that much because they're just watching it for free. Right. They're like, we're going to... We're going to charge 65-year-olds these premiums and then develop an entire generation of people who are used to just uh, masking their IP addresses and getting it for free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So Anibal Sanchez went up there last time and he gave up five over four innings against Milwaukee. So that wasn't good for him. But uh, the Cubs got nothing on three hits. This was last year and he lasted six. So he kicked our ass. Um, he's a wild card. We'll have to see. It's like it's not like he's on a roll or, you know, he's just kind of middling and we'll see. Uh, Lucroy and Castellanos have taken him deep. So those are the new guys on the Cubs. Mamma mia. Uh, oh, don't. Shh. Anthony Rizzo might listen to the show and get hey, jealous. Guys. He used to say Mamma Mia for me. <laughs> um, John Lester, he really battled the last time he was out there and he. Um, it lasted six innings against the Pirates, got out of a bunch of jams, gave up no runs, but walked five. And that was coming off a couple of rough starts. So we'll see what happens this time. Uh, John Lester is also turning into a wild card for us, you know, towards the end of his contract here and towards the end of the year mm-hmm. because he's been out there a bunch. 
Um, it so uh, he did pitch against uh, DC. It was the only loss of the series in, in Washington, and he gave up five through four point one on ten hits. Ooh. Yeah, so it wasn't good for him, and uh, kind of what we've been seeing a little bit of. Uh, Dozier, Rendon, and Zimmerman rake against him, but Zimmerman's hurt, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh Kendrick and Cabrera, though. Is Cabrera still on your team? Yeah, he's playing today. Okay. Uh, they've seen him a shit ton, and uh, they b- mostly suck against him. So it's a mixed bag. Maybe that's why they have Kendrick playing today. You know, because then, then they'll put in uh, Matt Adams tomorrow. Yeah, could be. Hey, yo, I'm over here at uh, mybookie.ag at their sports book. And we got Anibal Sanchez going up against Johnny Lester today. Uh, Cubs are a little bit favored in this game with an over-under of eight. I'm looking outside. It's a beautiful day outside. Uh, I can't tell if the wind is blowing in or out. But I'm thinking that there's more than eight runs scored in this game. I'm just going to take the over on this one at negative 120. I think that's your best bet for today. And I'm going to place this bet at mybookie.ag. I'm going to make some money because uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to win, and I'm going to get paid. Go to mybookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Use the promo code CHAIR. And they will uh, double your first deposit with a bonus. So uh, bet, win, get paid. And if you never want to hear an ad like this again, or one of the new ads that we'll be adding to the Sunranto show from Blue Chew, well then, won't you subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto? It only costs a dollar to get your own RSS feed. That is completely ad-free and plus... I'll give you the show early, way earlier than uh, these uh, freeloaders get it. So come on now. Here's the thing. A dollar a month is nothing to you. It is, it's like worth 100 downloads in the world of podcasts. So like, help out the show. It's the better way to do it. Uh, just do it. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. A dollar a month is all it takes. Or you can give more. Give more a month if you got it. Hey, you're a rich guy. Come on. Throw it around a little bit. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Back to the shoe. Uh, game two, uh, you got the TBD right now, but I guess you're thinking... I think it'll be Joe Ross or Eric Fetty. Eric Fetty. Um, well, what do you th- well, you already talked about those guys. They're just kind of number fives. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And uh, he, they're going to go up against Jose Quintana, who's been killing it. He's eleven and seven with a three fifty two, and uh, the Cubs are eight and one in Q's last nine starts. Uh, last time he went out there, zero through seven innings against Pittsburgh, seven strikeouts. That's coming off a fourteen strikeout uh, outing. Um, he didn't face the Nats uh, this year. Uh, Brian Dozier's seen him over fifty times and has four homers, but he's also batting around two hundred, which is, sounds like kind of who Brian Dozier is sometimes, right? Yeah, he's he's you know batted eighth most of the season, and yeah, I don't know. He he he's consistently like one for four. Yeah, he's two he's batting two thirty six, but he'll give you nineteen home runs, so he's got that right. power. Um. 
Where were we? Oh, yeah, game three. Steven Strasburg, 365 earned run average versus Cole Hamels, 7-4, 373. Whoa. Yeah, it sounds like whoa. But, um, I mean, I think Strasburg probably has the edge right now. I, don't, I mean, you said he's been hit and miss. I, I saw his last few starts been a little shaky except the last one. Right. Because he gave up two runs. Uh, well, he gave up uh, two runs on four hits and one earned against the Cubs, so he was already good against us. And then last time, not nothing, right? He gave up nothing. I didn't write it down, but... Yeah, earlier this week, he, he pitched seven shutouts. And uh, Hayward is the only good Cubs player against him. Everybody else sucks ass against him, especially Javi Baez, who's one for 17. And, you know, we call him the, the Violet um, or the Orchid back in D.C. because he really doesn't do well when it gets hot like there's all he he's the orchid that's good what's that the orchid that's great yeah so like there's always something if a little condition is off you know he he'll have a terrible game um so that weather forecast is going to be good for our strasburg oh do you know what sound drop i forgot to play and that's kind of a stat so also, <laughs> yeah, that was also, also a Johnny made up Johnny Nets. Here's here's another one. Nets that, Nets that, Nets that. I like that one because I like that at the end of it. So yeah, Cole Hamels. He went five innings pitched and gave up two against DC this year. Last time he gave up three through six against the Giants, but the bloom is off the rose with him. So this is. This is going to be the orchid versus the uh, rotting rose in this Ooh. game because, um, yeah, it's not uh, – it, Cole has not looked that good. He got a little hurt since then. He's been – he says he's fine, but, you know, that kind of thing. And everybody that has seen him on the Nationals has actually hit pretty well against him. Even Steven Strasburg, who's pitching in this game, has a couple of hits. Yes, uh, Steven's been hitting great this season. He had um he hit a homer, um he's yeah he's no joke at the plate for some reason this season. Oh, so this is a kind of a new phenomenon. Yeah, he's just been he's been helping himself out like he's been getting ribbies and he's doing well. He's like fuck you guys, I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, especially when he leaves the game zero to one last game and then loses. Oh yeah, I was totally at that game actually. Uh... Hi, Cubstradamus. Uh, I don't really think you were really at that game. Well, I was just making conversation. But that's a lie. Making conversation isn't just making something up. Oh, I thought I was just supposed to say, yeah, I did that after everything everybody said. That's stolen valor. Oh, I haven't heard about that since the Middle Ages. See, you did do that. Cubstradamus, just give, give your poem and leave, please. Okay. The Cubs need a day off to rest, but their self-control's put to the test. I hope that the Cubs do not hit the clubs before Tuesday when they face the... New New Jersey Nets. Um, yeah, well, the they're Nets. In, they're, I, I think they're in Brooklyn now, but uh, close, real close. Um, bets. Are they in Vegas? Yeah, place your bets. Place your bets, Cubstradamus. 
No, you guys are just fucking with me. Come straight down my side. He didn't even tell us what they. Yeah, answer. I'll never know the answer. <laughs> oh man, I guess I'll just have to look at the schedule myself to see that they're playing the Mets. Oh, the Mets. God, that, I you hate know, him. In retrospect, that makes more sense. It really does, because they're a baseball team. Yeah, the other ones were basketball teams. Yeah, yeah. This isn't uh, this isn't basketball. <laughs> uh, I never saw that movie. I I always I I don't know. I bet it doesn't hold up. You know, I saw Book of Mormon. Oh my gosh, it's awful. Really? It's it's so I'm I'm not hypersensitive about stuff. It is so offense not offensive like it ugh, what I'll stop. I saw it with my mom. Did 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 anyone like it? Um I think she liked it. Like I I'm not it, you know, it was very South Park, and I, I do agree that that kind of, like, shock humor of the 90s, which is actually kind of, like, what this show has remnants of. Like, right. Sun Ranto show, you know what I mean? Just be like, we'll say whatever, fuck shit, piss. You know, <laughs> like, um, where everybody, it's, the world has gotten a little bit more conservative, but yeah, like, they're singing the song about giving everybody AIDS, and or everybody has AIDS, right? Because they're no, in Africa. It just mean spirited. I think that's what it was. Like I, I think South Park is great, and I, I don't know. I'll, I'll stop. Yeah. No, I did. Well, I mean, if you didn't enjoy, it, you didn't enjoy it. But I, I, uh, I left. Ooh, <laughs> left. That's speaking with your feet. Um. So I got a couple of uh, TFCs here. I don't know if you have any. You know what a TFC is. Uh, this it's, fucking cube. It's, yeah, it's basically yeah, it's basically that. Uh, you know, it's like dirt for idiots on the internet. Okay. Um. So I got one here. Addison Russell just somebody got to just take away his phone or something because he shouldn't be tweeting at all, at all, especially things like this. Because uh, he tweeted out, served the time. Hashtag let the kids play. Found my lane, no merging. No punctuation either, Addison. (laughs) Uh, Double wrist tape, ES dot. I don't get what that is. Day one, CTR day one. So that's not only cryptic and weird, Mm. but also um, everybody hates you. So shut up and uh, stop talking. Um, I, I wanted to read a, a reply to him that I, I enjoyed, which is pretty much kind of sums up what most of the replies were. He, replying to Addison Russell, Matt, a.k.a. the Irregular Pioneer, says, Shut yo ass up talking about hashtag let the kids play. You would have been able to play if you wasn't abusing women, you fucking lowlife. Whoa. So that guy, guy just said it, how he felt. <laughs> He's just talking how he felt. Um, and then uh, I know everybody's good has been enjoying Dave Kaplan and uh, you Darvish going back and forth and uh, on the internet since last night. But you Darvish has uh, internet problems of his own too. In this second uh, entry into the TFCs. Um, oh, do you have one? No. Okay. So, uh... Oh, wait, I do. Okay. Go ahead. 
Oh, can you hear that? <laughs> Un unfortunately, I can. Oh God. Oh yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I couldn't God. find. I, I the, the part I like is I hate the baby shark part because I hate that kid's voice, but because it reminds me of Cars for Kids, person's probably the yeah. same person. And yeah, and what I like is the the guy that goes Daddy Shark. Doo, 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 yeah, doo. he's great. Yeah, I like Daddy Shark guy too because he's not taking himself too fucking seriously. Uh, oh, I um. Uh, go ahead. Okay, so you Darvish tweets out t this morning. I wished my wife a happy birthday this morning within 10 minutes of waking up. But apparently, I should have said it even earlier this morning. Now she is claiming she won't be going to her birthday dinner. What? <laughs> Wait, he sent that out? Yeah. This is about <laughs> to be a long day, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Holy shit, that's hilarious. I know. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I feel, you know, I, and I don't know. It's, it, but what I don't like, I mean, he sent that out, and I don't know what their relationship is. It's probably pretty good if he can tweet that out. Right. You know, and because it's probably, she's, she's at her birthday dinner right now, everybody. You know, you know she is. Yeah, she's, she's rolling them. They're, they're kidding each other. Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't like about it. They're kidding each other. But what you might not understand, or maybe he does understand, and maybe he's just making the same joke, is I hated on the radio broadcast today how when they were talking about that tweet that they were all like, oh, 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 oh women. You know, I could just hear it in their voice. Uh, and I was yeah. just like, oh, like you took. Kind of a cute moment. I mean, I guess you know maybe he mean you means it that way too in a way. You know, he, oh oh, he's in trouble with his wife. Or, the old ball and chain. Yeah, exactly. Get what she wanted. I know. So I was like, I was like, you don't tweet that shit. I mean, eh. but he's yeah. been feeling himself. He's fighting with Dave Kaplan about like his pitch selection, whether he's throwing the hard stuff or the soft stuff to righties or lefties. So he's just on Twitter recently. He's feeling himself. Anyway. All right. I found one for the Nats. Oh, okay. This is uh, at the Dan, who is a fan, tweeted a photo. And the caption is, our seats are net protected nowadays. Thank you for improving safety. Ah, you suck. He tweeted about he's excited about the Nets. Oh, he, watch, no, he really is excited. Bring a glove. Wait, did did he say, "Ah, uh, you suck"? Or he really? I'm sorry, is he wrote. It was just a sincere. Our our seats are net protected nowadays. Thank you for improving safety. That's end tweet. End of tweet. Um, Nets got to be a plant. Pe people have to pay attention. Like people, I go to Dodgers games, and there's there has to be five hundred children under a year old at those games it's like everyone's got a little baby on their arm and then they're on their other hand is on the phone and there's balls flying into 
the stands. Yeah, but, you know, the teams don't want you to pay attention except to anything but the ads and the walk-ups and the giant video boards and stuff. So, like, the teams are complicit in people not, oh, check it on your phone. One lucky fan wins this, you know? That is true. There's a lot of, like, hashtag your selfie and we'll show it in the seventh inning. Yeah, so they don't want, they don't want you paying attention, so they should probably put some (laughs) They want more dead babies. (laughs) It's true. I mean, and Look at all the press we got over that dead baby. There's also so like, I mean, 105, 110 miles an hour off the bat happening these days. Like, you know, because everybody's fucking the ball's a fucking racquetball right now. And it's just, you know, they that's the game right now. It's just everything's hit it as hard as you possibly can. And those some of those balls are like causing brain damage to people that, you know, maybe you can make the case for like, you know, don't have kids down in the first row. I right. wouldn't do that, but you should be, I guess, allowed to do it. Um, but it's not. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't not care if people smart. get their babies killed. I don't care. But when they put up all those nets and that, like, it's silly. It's too much. Yeah, I, the thing I'd be sad about. I think it would be cool if there were some sections and do them down the lines too. But like, I don't necessarily see the need for like nets all the way down because. Um, I, you know, my my photographs have been uh, totally obstructed yeah. in some of the seats I used to sit in since the the Nets even came past the dugout. So now we're that we're not talking about the Brooklyn Nets like Cubs Stradamus was. Yeah, like, we're yeah, talking about like, fishing nets that are vertical. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think they have to go all the way out, but they could probably do a better job because some of those rockets just really kill people. But, you know, the home runs, that would be the shame to me. Yeah. Like if, you know, because people get foul balls over the nets and that's sure. fine. Uh, it's the Rockets that you're worried about, right. you know, uh, and I'm personally not really worried about it. You know, uh, every now and again, a fan dies and, you know, and that's the thing. It's like MLB is just making the calculation, probably a financial one, because they obviously don't care about us. But they're making a financial calculation and be like, if these 110 mile per hour balls keep causing brain damage, we're going to get sued and we're going to lose a lot of money. I saw someone at the Brooklyn Cyclones game go down like I it was an older man and I don't there was no sign of life. The, The foul ball hit him right in the chest. He crumbled. The the ambulance came maybe like six minutes later and um he never moved again. Pronounced was, him dead on the scene. <laughs> on the spot. But but his death went to a booth review. And um, <laughs> in New York, they said that he was alive. So, Oh, good. Good, good. Uh, Angel Hernandez must, must have called the, the death on that one. <laughs> yeah, it was close. <laughs> so I guess that's the show. Um, Johnny, I'll see you tomorrow in Chicago. I'll see you there, L-A-X to O-R-D. Yeah, and baby. Wrigley for me. Yeah, baby. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have an awesome weekend. We're going to eat beefs. Yeah, dip them. Dip them. We'll take them dipped as wet as possible. Peppers and cheese. And um, I bid you all... <clears throat> uh, spagog! Spagog. Just wanted to call and say that Bruce Bochy and his final time at Wrigley Field, final time in Chicago, is an imbecilic dandy. And Jeff Samarjic can suck my heart on you.
it's time for shower beer. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.